This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, Lou. Hi, Sue. How are you? Good-ish. <laughs> Doing the best I can with what I got. It is thunderstorming like crazy right now outside. It's been a weird, it's, it's been a few weird days. I know. Weird week. And hail right now too as we well. We literally had to skitty up our cars undercover. We had to Uber to the studio today. We're committed. We weren't backing down. We weren't backing down today. We were coming in. <laughs> Rain, hail or sunshine. Mum calls me and she's like, Caddy, there's been a weather report. Catch a car undercover. We don't want any hail damage like that would just not be good and our poor uber driver's car it was brand new and he's like it's okay as long as you girls are safe he was so cute he like was one of those ones that like pulls over to gives you the like the iphone cord and you're like i'm kind of in a rush sir (laughs) please step on the gas not just do it at the red light all right well how's your week been Little life oh. update. I've been in Hamo. <gasps> tell me, tell us about your vacay. We had a week apart. It was really. Um, she left. Oh, you can tell us about your amazing week first, and then we can go into how <laughs> terrible my week was. <laughs> well, yeah, very different weeks, and I definitely it was bad timing on me leaving because Cardi really needed me there. But at the, the universe the was time, testing me. Yes, yeah. testing me to get through it alone, and I felt bad. But at the same time, I was. Um, trying to make the most of the beautiful weather, some cocktails by the pool, yummy food, got to go at Qualia. Oh, she had a good time. Let me tell you guys that much. She was in the sun, lapping it up. (laughs) Honestly, living your best. And I'm so happy for you. I was supposed to go to Hamilton Mm. with Ashton. Um, She went for her what was it, your uh, sister's, sister's boyfriend's birthday. birthday. And, like, I'm practically a part of her family now. Like, I am fourth the fourth sister. sister. So I was going to go, but I ended up pulling out last minute because I was like, I just need to chill out. There's so much going on in my life. So, you know, I took a little step back and things got a lot while the loo was away. <laughs> things came crumbling down. <laughs> Yeah. But we're we're here. Yeah. We're in one piece. Just 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 yeah. I had a How was your week? My week was yeah, it's been I feel like a build up over my past month. Like there's just been so much going on in my personal life with my like family issues kind of thing and just like stuff that I think is a lot to swallow as a young person, 23, like things I didn't think mm. I would be dealing with right now and um I'm I think I'm being faced with just a lot of challenges um in terms of how I deal with things in my life and it's shown to me I don't deal with things at, like I guess this is like a trauma th- response how do I th- without even going like it's hard to explain without going into the situation but pretty much there's yeah been a lot of stuff going on in my life and it's shown me that I haven't been dealing with this one thing I've been running from it and really suppressing all my emotions with it so um yeah when the loo went away like all of this stuff happened and I just crumbled pretty much like I was like having really just an emotional response to it and I just felt really upset and really like gray for the first time in a long time and you were forced to face it head on I realized I've been running from feeling sad because I've been feeling so good for Mm. so long now compared to when I used to have really bad anxiety and like stuff with depression and stuff like it's like I don't ever want to acknowledge feeling sad. Yeah. So I've been running from my sadness. You don't want to let those in because if you do, you're scared no. they're going to overtake you. And consume me. Yeah. I know this is a bit of a hectic way to start <laughs> our pod. Like I'm sorry to bring the vibes not down, but I just want to be, you know, real with you guys about, um, yeah, what's been going on in my life. And it's it's like there is, yeah, challenging things going on in my life. And I don't feel as happy as usual, but I'm also 
learning so much and I'm feeling proud of myself for finally acknowledging a few things in my life as well um, that I needed to deal with and uh, running towards the fear, I guess. Yeah, which is what this whole episode is about. And I guess I acknowledge this week that I'm so scared to feel sad. Mm -hmm. And like I finally, I think in the past like three days, just been like overcome that fear and been like, okay, you feel sad right now. Let's just sit in it and let it move through your body. And like, boy, can I tell you how impactful that is when you when you just like accept the feelings you fe- you're feeling. So that's my long, long way of saying how my week's been. I feel like my episode is going to be coming soon as in my episode of like sadness because obviously my situation is mm. completely different to yours. I've obviously been going through a breakup for the past couple of months. And I think in the last month I've been like, on a high and Mm. like super social and super Mm -hmm. happy. And I have been running away from those negative feelings. Mm. I have not sat at home alone and just done nothing (laughs) (laughs) in weeks. And I feel it brewing and I feel it coming. And I know that I'm just going to have to face it head on soon too. I said to Asha, I was like, what are you doing tonight, Lou? She's like, going to Corinne Lawrence's for dinner. I was like, Ashton, you're going to end up doing what I did where I just kept distracting myself for so long. And then like, I wouldn't let myself just be alone to feel it. I was like, Ashton, do you really need to go for dinner? <laughs> cook, cook yourself a meal. I've had a home cooked meal in like two weeks, which is really sad. I've been like, obviously on a holiday for a week of it. Mm-hmm. And then this last few days, we've just been out and about. It's just social. I've been it's, social. But it's hard. We're coming towards the end of the year and it, it's summer. a festive time. It's summer. But I think our goal, um, we just, we spoke earlier. We had a really big chat with each other and we were like, we need to get focused on some things in our life and like make some sacrifices, start making some sacrifices and get a bit tougher with ourselves and really hold ourselves accountable to, you know, some goals and things we want to achieve. So this week we're both focusing on just getting grounded, staying home, not not socializing with, you know, people that for the sake of it, for the sake of it, or that are draining us or people that aren't in alignment with who we truly are. Mm -hmm. We just want to be around soul pod people that we feel safe and supported with and people that align up our cup. Yeah. People that fill up our cup, bring something to the table and that you walk away feeling better and you feel like they bring out the best in you. Yeah, because I feel like we've both just been in big social groups lately and draining ourselves a, a lot. surface level. And Too much surface level. Energy draining. Energy draining vampires. <sighs> so to follow on from fear, um, let's talk about what fear is. And Wait, mantra of the week. <gasps> Mantra. Oh, before we get into this, sorry, that was our life update. Okay, let's pick up the fucking pace a little bit. This is actually a very exciting episode, and I am so, we're both so passionate about this. Um, But before we jump into this week's episode, we're going to do our mantra of the week. All I can hear is the doom. I like Loki hate that sound, but like we couldn't find one to give Matt. And at first we were like, can we have like jazz music or something? And then it was like, no, nah, we'll just do like a gong. It's like, it's a bit cringe, but it works for now. Like we are a little bit cringe. Yeah. We're not going to act like we're that cool. Yeah. We're a bit cringe. We're cool. We're, we're cool and cringe cool. all in one. <laughs> in one or what? You can hold back from the award. Oh God, we can't start. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so this week's so, mantra. When is it? Do you want me to say it or do you, you want to say it? You do it, Lou. Okay. Um, repeat after me. I inhale courage and exhale fear. I inhale courage and exhale fear. There is no better time to start than now. There is no better time to start than now. And we love this quote because it's quite simple. It's a simple girl. It's a basic. She's a simple boy. I was about to say basic bitch. (laughs) She's a simple boy girl. (laughs) But to be honest, sometimes the simple ones do hold a lot of meaning and it's easier to digest. What stands out to me in this mantra for this week is truly just the word now. And I think when it comes to fear, when it comes to anything in life, well, I literally have the word now tattooed on my mm. wrist. It's the most profound word to me. Presence now, whatever. The power of now is my favorite book in the entire world. It changed my life. When we focus on, yes, inhaling courage or focusing on the present moment, inhaling confidence, inhaling Positive affirmations. Positive self-belief and exhaling fear. It's even when I meditate, I go inhale positivity, exhale negativity. Same Um, same premise. 
focusing on the present moment that you're safe, secure and backing yourself. I think that's the most important thing when, when going into fear is like, sorry, the most important thing to remember when going into fear, overcoming fear, not going into fear. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Our brains are a little bit all over yeah, the place today. If we're today. a bit scatty, skitty scat today, oh. um, just As we said, we're us. about to work on it. We're about to get into routine and stop being party animals. Yeah. But um, <laughs> we'll do our best. We're going to do our absolute best. Only up from here. The mood today is like we're on our like comfy, comfy mm. trackies on our couch having a chat about life, okay? You got your tea or your little wine in hand. Like that's the mood. It's raining outside. Scotch finger. We've just eaten some <laughs> scotch fingers. <laughs> we were like to Tommy, we were like, do you have any snacks? And he comes in with a party size of party mix lollies and scotch, scotch fingers. fingers i'm like don't I'm let the party mix it. near me i'll eat the whole bag dangerous so i think we should start by talking about what is fear yeah so i guess fear to me is like that feeling of panic feeling of anxiety the feeling of oh my god what if what are they going to think what's she going to say Am I going to judge myself? Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. The unknown. Fear can be, yes, the unknown. Am I going to, is, am I going to hurt myself? I'm going to hurt someone else. Fear is that squashing, toxic feeling. I hate it. It's, it's horrible. So we all experience fear probably on the daily and there is comfort in knowing that fear is necessary. It is there to protect us in danger. And there actually are two types of fear. You've got primal fear and intellectual fear. So primal fear is usually attached to danger and death. And then intellectual fear is usually like fear of rejection, Mm -hmm. fear of I'm not good enough, fear of losing money, fear of losing love. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think if you can identify which fear it is that you're feeling, and if it's not primal fear, then realize that the fear is probably just coming from from your thoughts and that if you change your thoughts and you identify your pattern response to fear, then you'll be able to overcome it a lot easier. Mm. So we want to really touch on in this app, I guess, because we speak about our fuck it moments and we always, we want to ask our guests and stuff when they come on, what was their fuck it moment? And we got so many DMs from people being like, but how do we get to the fuck it moment? Like, how do we to some people, fear is, well, and I felt it so consuming that you're like, I don't even know how to make a step forward. Like, how do I, you know, people be like, I just took a leap of faith and I just said, fuck it and went and did it. That's hard to actually come to. And it's overwhelming. So I think firstly, like, I want to acknowledge in whoever's listening, like, it's okay that you feel this way right now. Like, don't judge yourself for feeling fearful. It's so humanly normal. Even the most courageous people that you might look up to, everyone experiences fear. It's just how you navigate it and you learn to make fear your friend. Yeah. I've made fear my friend. Like I now, when it comes to making decisions in life, I choose always to step towards fear because fear is where you grow. Fear is where you learn your lessons in life. And it's the most inspiring. Like that's where you're getting out of your comfort zone. I think a quote that really hit home and made me become friends with fear was that fear doesn't prevent death. It prevents life. And I, and when I realized that I was like, holy shit, how Mm -hmm. much life am I missing out Mm -hmm. on because of fear? How much opportunity, how much love, Mm -hmm. how much connection, how much money, Yeah, everything, every aspect of your life, you're going to feel fear when you take that step forward. But once you get on the other side of it, it's just so rewarding and you're going to chase the fear. You're actually going to want to feel it because you know that on the other side of that, there's something better waiting. I love it. I love it. And I don't remember who said that, who said this to me and why I always pick the most fearful option. But I I think when you realize genuinely that the best things come from fear, your life changes because you start living your life on the wild side, baby. Like you're living like how you're supposed to. You're stepping, you're always stepping up. You're never just staying stagnant, I guess. Like it ignites that fire mm-hmm, in your belly. That we always talk about yeah. it's that feeling. That's the feeling we chase. So it's like, um, yeah, chasing fear, stepping towards fear. It's always a positive step forward and it's going to feel like terrifying, but just shift your mindset mm-hmm. around fear because it's actually there to help you. We're going to help you do that right now. <laughs> we're like talking about it heaps and we're like, <laughs> everyone's like, but how do you do it? So we, well, yeah, we've written down some notes as to how to proactively um, overcome fear and I guess some ways that we've overcome fear. Also, before we quickly go into that, when we were touching on our fuck it moments, we Mm -hmm. did have one of our followers write in what differentiates a fuck it moment from just a bad decision. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I guess, go ahead, Lou, and say what well, you feel like would differ- differentiate that. When I like heard that, I just immediately thought that just sounds like fear talking in itself mm-hmm. because differentiating, there's no differentiation between a fuck it moment and a, a bad moment because that's like, how do I word this correctly? There's never a wrong decision. Normally that fuck it moment comes when you are so sure that that's what you want to do. It needs to come from a deep place of like, I fucking need this in my life. I need to take the step forward. I want this so badly. Like that's normally where this like fuck it moment comes from and overcoming fear. Normally like when it you're overcoming fear. really. Yeah, it comes from like, I just need this. So you'll know, you, you will know if you're truly deeply aligned with what you want in your life, what you need in your life, what you desire, not what someone else desires. You'll know it's the right choice. Mm-hmm. You'll know it's the right fuck it moment. Um, and don't let that fear of thinking, is this the wrong decision? Stop me from doing it. Because then that's, that's you know, it's, it's fear that's stopping you from having that moment. So I hope I explained that correctly, but it's just you'll normally get to that point of of knowing when to jump over that hurdle when your soul is screaming at you to do something. And it's just so scary because, you know, it's probably the right thing to do. And it's probably going to ignite so much more life in you. Yeah, it's not necessarily like, fuck, it doesn't necessarily mean spontaneous and risky. risk it all. Like you are going to have to sacrifice and make risks when you make a decision, any decision. There's always going to be pros and cons. But I think, like Kart said, like if, if this is aligning with, your future self, you've obviously thought about this before. Mm -hmm. It's playing on your heart and your soul. So Mm -hmm. it's coming from within. And I think anything that you, um, any choices that you make with your heart and lead with your heart and soul is going to lead you on the right path. Mm -hmm. So you're in alignment. Yeah. All right. So let's say you're for years, you're like, I want to be an actress. I want to be a singer or I want to start showing the world my photography, my art, or like it could be even something small. Like I just want to go to a dance class. I want to try something new, but I have this deep insecurity, this deep I'm not fear. Good enough. I'm not good enough. Like I'm so terrified. Guys, I used to have the most irrational fear about going to gym classes. Like I'm a fitness junkie and I would be so fucking scared about going to a group gym class. Like, I don't know why. I was, it was judgment. I because guess was, people could see if you're not as fit as fit. them or if you're like not good at an exercise or you feel silly if you do it wrong. I used to have this fear and I could never go to one without a friend there. I could never go up by my, go by myself. And slowly I started like overcoming. It took me years, Ashton, to get over it like literally it was the stupidest fear ever was I friends with you when yeah I used to always have to go to f45 with Ricardo like I could never go to a gym class by myself and then I just slowly started acknowledging how stupid this was and I started taking some steps um to fixing that this is like a small little fear moment but FYI, I, thought, I think everyone feels the same about gym class like ev- so, you're not alone it's daunting yeah but they're never as bad as you think they're gonna be <laughs> no. it's always like everyone's so supportive and cute everyone's <laughs> always like looking around I like know. everyone's and, awkward and I also think acknowledging that everyone feels the same is so important because then you're like stop judging yourself everyone's feeling that but yeah. um okay step me through how um, some people could start overcoming fear in yeah, productive so we've, ways. We've written down a few um, proactive steps you can take towards fear. Um, I think the first thing is acknowledging your fear and um, becoming realistic about it. So write down every fear you have. And once you've written it down, you will actually, you need to just break it down even more. There's one more step you can do. And that's actually figuring out where the root core belief of this fear is coming from. So there's usually three main ones. It's I'm not good enough, I'm not loved, or I'm not worthy. Um, So usually they all are attached to one of those core beliefs. And I think once you acknowledge that and you understand where it's coming from, then it's easier to take the next step, which is... Take control and accountability. So yeah, get your journal out, have a moment with yourself and or like write it on your laptop or your phone notes. Just have a big brain dump. Figure out where, as I should say, where everything's coming from and then see where you can actually make some changes. Mm-hmm. So if there's things that, you know, okay, I want to be an actress. Oh, but I can't afford classes or I can't this or I can't get there. Okay, take some accountability, take control. What are the changes I need to make in my life then to actually step me towards this? Yeah. Um, it's instead of just making excuses and letting your fear win, it's like there's always there's always something you can do to try and get yourself closer just by taking accountability and making your own little steps. Do I need to 
work harder to save more money, maybe not go out on the weekends as much to save some, like mm. blah, blah, blah. Or Yeah, don't become a victim to your circumstances. Yeah. I think everyone can take control of certain things in their life. We can't control everything, but there are certain daily actions that we can control that can get us that step closer to uh-huh. where we want to be. Yeah, even like in your notes, plan out my plan of attack. So the next step is eliminating pre-existing beliefs or any belief, pre-existing belief blockages that you might have. And these are usually formed from a young age. It's usually your upbringing, um, maybe the people you hung around with when you were younger, any sort of, um, you know, people in authority that you grew up around, um, the information that you consumed, society in general. Um, So for example, if you're saying to your parent, I want to be an actress and they say, literally (laughs) real combo (laughs) pipeline dream so competitive no money in it only one percent make it and if you do there's not that much like it's they make it as if you're never going to make it in that they doubt you before you even have a chance to doubt yourself they like breed and that's just the sad thing in kids like when you're young that's why like love watching kids they're fearless they're like I don't give a fuck. I'm going to run into this bush and probably cut myself and hurt myself and then go tumbling down. But like, woo, like I want to do it anyways. Like kids are beautiful in this way that they're, they, they fear is a learnt behavior and a learnt thought pattern. Like it's not something that's inherently within us. It's something that sadly is dumped on us by other scared people. Well, Rob Dial said that we are born with only two fears. One is fear of loud noises when you're a baby and fear of really? falling. So when you're like a kid and you're like have a fear of falling when yeah. you walk. So they're your only two fears that you're born with. The rest are all learnt. And like it's so sad how it's it's like the thing where it says hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. It's like fearful people really like to scare the shit out of everyone else because they will instill fear within others. They want to instill fear because they're fearful. So, um, you know, we've all definitely been there. And it also is like I guess if it's your parents that have done it to you, they have this – And I know it. It's like your parents want the best for you as well. So they want you to take the safe route always. And sometimes chasing your dreams requires you to literally draw outside of the lines and get messy and like take the leap of faith. That's how sick. That's how you get there. I know. Sometimes as hard as with with being a parent as well is that you want their approval Mm. and you want them to be proud of you. So you're scared to do something that they might not approve of or they go against their beliefs or you know and that's so common like depending on we obviously can't talk from everyone's standpoint Mm -hmm. but um you know I I know for me I really wanted to prove myself and I was so scared that I would if I didn't work hard enough which ended up me burning out a lot of the time I was just so scared that I wasn't going to prove myself or make it and um that leads to so much damage as well. It was was the fear of judgment, really. Yeah. Um, but it also, as you said at the start, it's fear can be the best driving factor as well because if it's fear of that, it, you, you sometimes end up working harder or stepping towards even greater outcomes and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's just about switching how you perceive fear. Uh huh. So yeah, don't go listening to you. It's not. Don't go listening. It's just take it as a grain of salt. All of the things that people have said to you to try and stop you from overcoming the fear, just be like, okay, I acknowledge that you're scared, but I'm not going to let your fear bleed into me and into my life and into my um, courageousness that I am trying to implement in my life, Susan. (laughs) (laughs) Susan, please keep your thoughts to yourself. You don't owe those beliefs any energy just try and let them be and step over them and dust them to the side yeah just because you once had pre-existing beliefs doesn't mean you have to keep believing them I think it's important to go okay just because I've believed this for this amount of Mm -hmm. years does it does it serve me anymore does it serve my future self and if it doesn't let it go Mm -hmm. you can unlearn beliefs and you can learn new ones and not everyone has to share the same beliefs like just because and this is the best thing that I used to uh, speak to some of my friends about that had really strict parents or had like firm beliefs for them and like I never experienced that because my mom was very free and open with me um and wanted me to be my own human but I used to always say to my friends like you just need to be a really good uh debater you need to give your points you need to have your points structured down and it's in a way that's like hey mom um or dad or friend or whoever it is I love you and I really respect your opinion 
Um, but this is my life. But please trust me. Like I want you to be on this journey with me, but please trust that I know what I'm doing. And I'd love your support. I'd love your support. If I fail, I'm going to learn from it. And I'm just trying to overcome some fears right now. I'm trying to step towards the life I truly desire. And it's scary for me, but it makes it scarier if you don't support me. Um, And I'm going to do this either way. So I just love if you would come along with this journey with me. Mm -hmm. So if that's something you're experiencing in it, or if it's um, a friend that is trying to pull you down, you just have to be a great debater. Give your two sides, you know? And back yourself, which back is something yourself. we always talk about. And also you sometimes just prove it through actions. Mm-hmm. Like just you don't even have to say much. Just go, okay, no worries. And then let your success and the good things that are coming from your fear just happen. Okay, so the next step is identifying your pattern response. And this is something I mentioned earlier. And there's actually four responses to fear. The first one is panic. The second one is freeze. Those are both short-term responses. And then there's run away or bury it, which are long-term ones. Um, I think if you can identify which is your pattern response, then you are then able to break that pattern and rewire your brain or change your perspective on fear. And I think that um, I've got a few tips here on when you do identify it, how you can kind of switch your mindset around fear. The first one is accepting the fear. So um, I love, I've, I've found this somewhere. I think it was in Jay Shetty's podcast. Um, basically you say, I see you as you take a breath and you say, I see you and I'm here for you. And I think giving your fear love and mm-hmm. and support as weird as it sounds mm. but being like it's okay mm-hmm. I know you're here to help me because you know what that makes me think of it's like you're it's just your inner child and that little I just whenever fear comes up I just think it's my young me going ah, ah. yeah think of yourself as a little girl or a little boy and you're just comforting that person yeah. being like I see you like it's okay and exactly what you just said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for you and then that way you just can oh my god I feel like relaxing and just I know. Relax me. The bad isn't always bad. It might feel bad, but Mm. it's there to protect you and it's there to help you make decisions. Mm -hmm. Um, The second is walk towards fear. So to help take a step to walking towards fear, um, write on a piece of paper out of one to 10 what the worst case and best case scenario is. And once you've got that written down, imagine the worst case scenario happening, Mm -hmm. accept it, and then detach from it. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if that's the worst thing that's going to happen. You've already come to terms with it. You've already digested it. It's all good. And I can promise you, anytime you do one of these things, you think it's going to be the worst outcome. It's never, ever, ever as bad as what you think it's going to be. Once you get over the other side, you're like, oh my God, I feel like an idiot. That was so much easier than I thought. (laughs) We have 90, I think 97% of our thoughts never happen. Yeah. And um, I think 70% of our thoughts are negative. Yeah. Something like that. Don't quote me on those statistics, <laughs> but I remember hearing something like that. And it's just crazy how that our none brains, of them come to fruition. Well, our minds are mental with the things that they we believe in and we we think about ourselves and how powerful fear really is. And I think once you can acknowledge how powerful fear is and the fact that fear is fake, it is a false friend. It's not real. There's, there's like I said before, the two different types of fear – it is there initially mm-hmm. to protect us against From the danger lions and tigers exactly. and bears. But we're not cavemen anymore. No. We're just anxiety, fear ridden, vital flight, humans. <laughs> running around like crazy monkeys half the time. We've got to take control of our thoughts and realize they're just thoughts. Mm-hmm. Detach, detach, mm-hmm. detach. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, those are probably like my two best tips on how to. Your tips from your tips. How to face the fear. As well, remember we are not we are not our feelings. We speak as though we are our feelings. Mm-hmm. I am sad. Mm-hmm. I am angry. Mm. No, we feel sad. Mm-hmm. We feel angry. You are not sad. You are cardia. Mm-hmm. So let's not identify with our feelings because feelings are so temporary. And if we can detach from our feelings, then it just makes life a lot easier. Yeah. It's all ugh, like I know this is a lot of info that we're going through overcoming fear is just a big fat mental game, obviously, but the closer you can come to having self-confidence, taking little steps in your day to day. And this is the next point that I wanted to go into was about taking baby steps anyways, to taking baby steps into overcoming fear. Um, the, the thing that I would personally do is 
You need to be in alignment with yourself, truthfully. You need to be fueled with a lot of self-love and confidence to step towards that fear because that's going to be your driving force. It becomes about zoning so deeply into your own energy and not being attached to or swayed by other people's beliefs, thoughts, opinions, because what fuels fear is like our insecurity and fear are like besties. And anxiety. And anxiety. They're all besties. They're all swarming together. So know that when you take baby steps, you are each time like kind of adding 10 points to like your little tally board. It's going to, you're going to get stronger and stronger. It's just like training a muscle. The more you take baby steps towards fear and overcoming it, you just get stronger. Yeah. You get more resilient. It's like athletes working out or going to the gym to to build your booty for summer, hot girl summer. It just gets stronger. The more you go and you do it, it becomes easier every time. That's why now I confidently can say I walk towards fear yeah. and I fucking love it. Yeah. Like it exhilarates me. And I know for some people they're thinking, that's just scary. What are you doing that for? <laughs> I think also um, the most important thing I always think about is like, you know, I'm 23 right now and I'm like, okay, you're in your prime, boo. Like this is the time where you should be living it up. You should be doing all the things you really want to do, tackling your dreams. Obviously, you can do this whenever, but for me, for some reason, I'm like, okay, this is the time to really grab life by the balls and go. And what pushes me to do that is I always think about myself when I'm like 80 and I'm sitting in a house and I'm not as mobile. I'm not as full of life and energy and, you know, I'm I'm older and I can't, you know, do a lot of the things I could do now. And I'm thinking, am I happy with myself? Have I done all of the things that I truly, deeply desired and wanted to do? Am I going to have regrets? And am I going to have regrets? I don't want to be that old, cranky, hate-driven, bitter bitter person, which they normally that just breeds because they didn't do the things they deeply desired. They lived a life full of regret. And I, um, yeah, so I used to always have that thought. And a few months ago, or at the end of last year, I um, started taking singing lessons, which was something that I was fucking, it, it makes me like blush even thinking about it now. Everyone knows this was my biggest fear, but one of my biggest dreams was just to give this a, like a red hot shot and learn how to like make music and write. Cause I always loved writing poetry. Um, and I wanted to do songwriting for artists, but then I'd be like, fuck, I want to be the one singing the songs. And like, I want to learn something, but I was so terrified. Like I put it off for years really. And like, I had acted my whole life. I was like, you've done so much scarier stuff than getting up and singing in front of someone. Like I, I don't even know how to explain how terrifying it was to me, but I remember booking in a singing lesson one day, finally, and my walking into this class, like Ashton, my hands were dripping in sweat. I was shaking and I remember my singing coach was like, okay, can you sing the sing? I got up to sing. No, no, no sound came out of my, my vocal cords. (laughs) Like I just froze. Well, that's one of the responses mm-hmm. to fear is freezing. I just froze. And then the minute, like I just spoke with him and I acknowledged my fear literally. And he was like, it's just the two of us in the room. Like no one is here to judge you. Like he made me feel so safe mm. and secure. And I can't even tell you once I like, once I got over that initial step and I left that class, I was on cloud nine. I'm like, I'm doing something that like me when I'm older will be proud of myself for achieving and at least giving a try. And like, not that I'm becoming a musician right now. Can I just say though, yeah. she has an actual amazing voice, no, guys. Yes, yes, you do. I remember she sent me a, a voice recording and she's like, okay, like the first time she was ever sending me what her voice sounds like. And I honestly didn't really know what to expect. I've heard us sing along in the car and it was like, you know, it's, 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 it's you've got tone. But when she sent me this recording, I was like, Jaw dropped, gobsmacked. I was like, wait, Laura, is this you? <laughs> it was good. That, and that's so, it went, it, now talking about it, and okay, like I can't. She's I'm getting watery eyes. I, like, and I, blush, I like, literally hate it because I don't really like the sound of my voice. This is the thing. But I guess when, my, when, I, when we speak about taking a step towards fear, I knew one of my biggest uh, hurdles was going to be actually singing in front of people. And I really wanted to be able to be more confident in front of my friends. So my my baby step I took was actually sending like a voice message or a video of me singing to like a few of my close friends to like just vibe it out, yeah. I guess. And I was terrified. Pressing send. I literally remember pressing send and throwing my phone away. But um, I think also the nicest thing is when you do something that you're scared of, when you actually get a good response, you're mm. like, holy yeah, Holy, you're like, that's you're like crazy. you can take a breath again. You're like, okay, it's not as bad as I thought. Uh-huh. Or like, 
But Your mind plays so many tricks. I know, but I just thought of that like example because I, even though now I'm not as focused on doing music stuff, I, you know, played around with it for a few months and I love it. I made some songs. Like I got into a studio and I did that shit. I'm going to keep making sure you keep doing it. I, it's still something that's always going to be in my life. Like I love writing poetry and I love singing and I love music, but I ticked off a little thing in my in my head for when I'm older, like, you got into a studio, you put the headphones on, you're in front of the mic. You made a song. I made a few songs, boo. Like, so that to me is one of the biggest things that I think about with fear is what is old Cardi Mal going to be? Cardi Mal. Oh my God. I haven't called myself Cardi Mal in so long. C-Mal. What's C-Mal? What's old Granny, Granny Lou? What's old Granny Sue going to be doing? Well, she, she'd be pissed oh. off at me if I didn't. Oh, she'd be so pissed. With a banana bread and a grunte. Oh, I'd be sitting there on my rocking chair just fuming (laughs) if I hadn't have gotten up in front of a microphone. Lecturing her grandkids. About it. You kids do what you want to do. Life's too short. (laughs) You'll blink your eyes and just flush before you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I know a little off topic, but um, (laughs) um, looking at the big picture and and really think about and feel it in your bones Mm. will older you be mad that you didn't do the scary things. Yeah. Um, don't live life in regret. Don't live life in regret. No regrets. No regrets. I always say I don't have any regrets. Obviously, unless I act up like a terrible person to someone, I'm going to regret it in the moment. But it's all – it's everything's a means to an end and everything is a means to a big life learning lesson. You need to take on everything – and guys, have a think right now. Every time you've stepped towards fear, did you ever regret it? Mm. I know you just said you didn't, but I'm just asking mm. the, the CCs. Like, think about every time you've been too scared to end a relationship, leave that job, stick up for yourself. Go on that date. Go on that date. Tell that boy how you felt. Exactly. You're never going to regret it. It's never led you to, I'm sure, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but I'm sure you're always going to look back and go, thank God I did that. I wish I did it sooner, probably. Even being honest about something to someone that you were scared to do. I did that the other day. I was so proud of myself. Because then you feel better. You've got that off your chest. Oh my God, I'm a boss ass bitch. I just did that. And you're living in your truest self then as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. And if that's, if whatever it is doesn't follow you on that path, then it's not meant for you. So Mm -hmm. it helps you get clarity and keep trotting along. Yeah. I want to talk about the tree. (laughs) I've been waiting to talk about the tree for about a week now. (laughs) Um, So I was listening to Jay Shetty's pod on fear and he spoke about this, I guess, is it an analogy? Yeah. Um, about this science experiment. So 30 years ago, uh, scientists conducted an experiment in the Arizona desert. They built a still glass closure with purified air, clean water, soil, and natural light. Um, And it was pretty much created to be this like perfect dome living environment for flora and fauna and like plants and and all of that um, to live in. So tree, uh, trees kept growing to a certain height and then they just kept dropping off and they kept dying and they're thinking, what's what's wrong? We've built this perfect environment. It's supposed to, they're supposed to grow and be amazing, but they just kept getting to a certain height and dropping off. And they realized that they were missing like one, one of the most key important elements and that was wind because, you know, in a natural environment, trees are all outside. They're being, they're getting whiplashed by wind. And <laughs> especially today. Yeah, they're getting, they're outside, they're getting pushed and prodded and wind is blowing on them. And there's, they, they survive every single element, sun, hot sun, you know. Every element rain, has a um, purpose. But what I loved and my takeaway from it was that the trees respond to the pressure by growing stronger. Um, They grow their bark and their roots and it's their stability that then grows into the ground. Like that is how they grow. It's from the pressure, Mm. from the wind. I love it. And I just think, and I just think that's, they need every single element of pressure from whatever it is and it helps them grow stronger and and more rooted into the ground, more grounded and deeper Mm -hmm. and like, and it sounds silly, but it just really stuck with me and it made me think about my life and your life and all the times that we've been, um, I guess, uh, something scary has come up or we've ho- had to overcome something and it only ever makes you stronger, only ever builds, builds that uh, that muscle for it. It reminds you that fear is important. It is vital. It is a vital part in life and mm-hmm. You only are going to get more resilient. You're only going to get stronger. You're only going to step towards the life that you are meant to live mm-hmm. when you run towards fear. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I, I love, love analogies. 
I want to ask you a question. What's the one, what's a moment in your life that it could be big or small or what's a moment in your life that you had to really overcome fear and it terrified you? What's something that just was, yeah, horrifying for you to overcome? <laughs> it's funny you ask this because this memory popped up the other day. Um, I went, decided in year seven to go for school captain. <laughs> I honestly don't know why I'm so not like I'm very like I will happily step down and let other people lead the way because I just I guess have always been that way Mm -hmm. um I wouldn't consider myself a leader um so why I was going for school captain I'm not sure but I decided to go for it something in me decided to and I think the public speaking side of it was the main thing I actually wanted to overcome Mm -hmm. I wanted to get up and say give a speech a in front of everyone and like even though I knew I wasn't going to get it I just wanted to give it a, a go that's really cute <laughs> so it was pretty funny though when I um got up to speak they had to put like a big step so that because I was so little so small they couldn't see me over the little podium I could just imagine you in your school uniform it's like swimming on you just because you're so little it'd just be like little asho I said the cheesiest thing too I remember being like go Ashmore it was oh, like this is what I'm doing I'm you so are a cheese, ball. I'm a cheese ball you really are the cheesiest person I know and I love you for it it's very cute <laughs> thank you <laughs> but yeah that's the probably one of the I remember the scariest moments being so scared to wow. get up in front of not just my grade but the whole school people are a lot of people are, are terrified of public speaking yeah I think because I mean me being like can't relate because I literally did speech and drama growing up as a kid. Probably wonder why I yap so much because it's like I, I think I was born and bred to be a talker. <laughs> I think so. I really love it, but no, public speaking is still so scary. I get very sweaty and nervous before I public speak. There's just something about it. They just over the fear overtakes my body physically. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a lot. Your brain goes. It's like um, whenever I'd have to do auditions in a room with someone, you're you just like it paralyzes you. You forget your lines so easily because uh-huh. it's like <gasps> I know choking up. What it does to our body is crazy. I the know. response that you get. I know. Well, that's just our natural instincts, I guess. That mm-hmm. it's trying to protect us from because our body doesn't it doesn't know the difference between an animal running at us and something that's terrifying us. Yeah. It's very linked. Like that. It's just fight or flight. Fight or flight doesn't doesn't uh, discriminate whether it's a tiger or the boy that you like. Yeah. You know, it's like they're both <laughs> horrifying to me at this point. <laughs> That's why I think awareness is so important and really being able to identify that. But I want to know what your fear My was. biggest one was just the singing thing. The singing. I mean, I've had a, I've done a lot of scary, for me, things that have horrified me. Like, I mean, moving schools to the acting school was scary. I remember my audition for my acting school. Oh. <gasps> Oh my god, that was horrifying! But I've got a tight chest for you. Yeah, god. I mean, because I've do, like performed so much, I think I'm constantly in fear, like and and overcoming it. But my like everyday fears actually, like I get quite shy a lot of the time, especially not with boys, but in new situations. I feel I get really like really? timid. Yeah, I get so nervous. You don't show it. I don't show it, but I get so timid about the stupidest stuff with like dating or like being vulnerable with like my feelings like I'm not I get terrified to be honest about my feelings no I I've seen you in those moments where your walls will go up and you'll be like oh I'm not like it's fine it's fine it's fine so I'm trying to I guess like it's my current fear I'm trying to overcome is being more vulnerable in like dating situations but I know a lot of people would you know um like associate uh Relate. 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 <laughs> Relate with. Um, because I think that I've slowly been overcoming it and I realized that me not expressing my feelings is me living in fear. Yeah. And it's me limiting myself from getting what I actually want, whether it's that person or if I want to talk to someone or go on that date or like do that thing. I don't know. Like I have to overcome fear and tell people how I really feel and think about them. Well, you're keeping your, you're holding yourself back from where you're supposed to be going mm. because you're preventing it. You're like, just preventing sis, I'm it. the queen of friend zoning myself. Yeah. We've been speaking about this lately. Like I get so fearful of either rejection. like rejection or losing a connection with someone. I just friend zone myself. I put myself in a safety net mm-hmm. and I'm just so over myself doing that. You hurt yourself. I end up hurting myself more. My therapist said that she goes, you'd rather hurt yourself than someone hurt you. Yeah. Yeah, so that's something I'm working on right now. And it's so scary telling people how you truly feel. I'm great at it 
<laughs> so many other aspects in my life, but let it freeze you. Yeah, when it comes to, I think because I've been hurt before, it's like overcoming that hurt and over- stepping over the fear to like. And people are like, how do I love again, or how do I do something again after being hurt or rejected or blah blah blah? It's just getting past just that doing fear, it. doing the steps. And acknowledging it and… Like I said before, write down the worst case scenario. If worst case is mm-hmm. you're going to get hurt again, then accept that. Know that there's a chance you could get hurt again and that's okay. You've overcome it before, you'll overcome it again. And now use that as motivation. Yeah. And I realized that even when things… in Like when I was honest about feelings with people or something and if it didn't work out the right way… I it gave me the best lesson. Mm-hmm. I just learned how to be open. I, I had a you know great convos and I… The universe is not going to give you something you can't handle and it's mm. only going to give you what it's it's sending you on a path to where you need to go. Everything mm. now makes sense. Yeah. It always me. makes sense eventually. Yeah. So it's good. But yeah, I'm everyone's dealing with fear. I'm every, you know, a day day to day we all deal with fear and it's just navigating it, acknowledging it, learning from it, stepping towards it more and more like <clears throat> us Getting on this potty today. I was about to say, like, at the start of this potty, I just couldn't get it together. I My fear overtook me. I felt like I was standing in front of 100 people and I just mm. couldn't speak. I couldn't get my words out. Mm. And I started to get anxiety and mm-hmm. have a bit of a, an anxiety attack. We had a bit of a… I know. We did a moment. And we had a bit of a moment at the start of this pod, but it's… we. You know, I'm like, what am I talking about right now? Mm-hmm. Fear, overcoming fear. fear like, but then the fear it. came up. Yeah, and it's like, it can come up whenever. It's just… It's just moving through it. It's like not, it's just anxiety and fear are so linked. It's not just like getting triggered into that anxiety. Yeah. I can't do this. It's like, no, we've persevered. Look, we're at the end of the, yeah. we're practically at the end of the <sighs> app now. God. I know it's been a tricky one, but um, yeah, I think for anyone that's sitting there and you've been dreaming of that thing that you, you know, you like, know what you it know, is. It just came to your head. Know what it is. It's probably making you smile right now because you're thinking about it. I used getting to picture the fire myself. In your belly. Remember, I used to say to you, like, oh, just can you just imagine me on the stage yes. singing? Like, and I get so excited thinking about it. Like, you know what it is that you deeply desire to do. So I hope that us just talking about this is will help you step towards it. And we'd love to hear your stories about what it is that you're deeply wanting to do. And if you had your own little fuck it moment or whatever. Like we just yeah, let we, us know. We hope that we made some sense with all of that ramble. But um and on a lighter note, I want to know what your quick burst opinion is. Well, oh God. <laughs> Do you know what yours is? I thought I had one. I can ask I can say Yeah, you first. asked yeah, you asked me your it only quick came burst opinion for me. <laughs> For me. What are your thoughts on waterbeds? Oh, <laughs> what the hell? That's so random. You I think know. it's the raining outside? It was. It was the rain, and I just something came to me. Okay, I when I was younger, this is so weird. You asked me that. I had such an affinity with them. They were like this, like crazy, like oh my god, you're so rare for having one. Like they was, they were rare. They were like a rare white. Orca whale. Like <laughs> they were so strange. You never see them now. You never see they're so they're so like 90s vibes. I don't know. Like they're so old school. But like I when I was younger, I always wanted one. Like I was like, I just think it would be the coolest thing ever. And I've still never laid on one. I've still <gasps> never ever slept on one, laid on one. Mm, I don't think I've slept on one either. Like weird flex. And um, how do you have sex on that? It'd be like, it'd be like <laughs> literally be having sex. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. That's just. That's what if it popped as well? Would it go, the water go everywhere? Like, I'm sure there's been some funny like stories of people over time that have like had waterbed oh. sexy times and like they've both, it's exploded. <laughs> they've fell into the water. I'm like, do they keep going? Like, do they, I don't know. Like, but interesting. Um, yeah. Like I don't want one. No, yeah. thanks. Nothing beats my comfy, squishy oh. bed. Oh, mine's better. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's as good as the Darling Hotel beds. Oh. I'm sorry they take the cake. They're no, actually JJ's, they're... they're JJ's beds. Oh, they are. Oh, they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our friend has a bed company. <laughs> and he said he'd give me one of these really comfy beds when I move out. And I'm so excited about it. I've never slept in the Darling, so I'm looking forward to it. So comfy. Um, oh, my quick burst opinion for you is boring. It's okay. What's your? Th- oh, I feel like a loser even asking it. What? What's your thoughts on sour lollies? Oh, that's fine. It's a bit vanilla. I love them. Oh, I hate them. Oh, I l- of course, <laughs> of course. 
No, I love them. I love the sour worms from the Natural Confectionery Co. I okay, sour worms. I'll do or trolley, trolley worms. Because I was like, you know, it, it sparked my thoughts when we got the party mix out. I'm such a like a sweet, sweet lolly girl. Mm. S- full sour. Like, when we go to the Echo and people get sour show bags, I'm like, what are you doing to yourself? Or those big gobstopper sour things? No, I don't like them, but I do like sour worms. Is that all? Like, would you go the extreme? Like, would you do the, those? No, nah. those. Warheads. No, 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 no. I can't. So if I was like, no. here, let's get some lollies from the shop and I come back with warheads. No. Are you going to be pissed at me? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to. I'm going to be fuming. I only like the the sour worms. I'd be so mad. Maybe the little sour bears just, but yeah. they get a bit like, I don't like the texture of them as much. It's like when you eat too much Vegemite. Your, the top of your mouth is cut up. Yeah. I'm on the verge of bleeding. Yeah. This was supposed to be fun. It's not fun. Agreed. It's like when people buy... Oh, here's another controversial thing I just want to touch on. Salt and vinegar chips. No <gasps> I thanks. Love, they're my favourite flavour. No, no, no sour lollies, no salt and vinegar chips in my mouth, please. Salt and vinegar and um, uh, uh, honey soy chicken. Okay, like honey soy is a different story. That's sweet and yum. Like I don't want my mouth getting cut up. Well, <laughs> get the ones that are not like rigid. Just get like the thin no, 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 the thins are the worst. Oh. I can eat the crinkle cut, oh. not the thins. Oh. They're tangy, spicy little senoritas. I love it. I'm just sorry, guys. I'm really passionate about this. But what it, you like chili. It's not spicy. Yeah, it's it doesn't sour. sting. It it's doesn't sting. It's tanging me. I also trained myself to like spicy. Yeah, true. I used to, put, I used to hate. I couldn't even eat sweet chili chips because oh they were so spicy to me. <laughs> My vanilla mouth. I don't know who you that girl is. I know. I, I actually train myself to like it by just putting chili flakes on everything and being like in discomfort she for a lot of meals. She puts it on everything. And now it's like I'm addicted. You don't, do you, you like spicy? I love spicy. Like how spicy are we talking? Like whenever I get Mexican, I'll get spicy. I'm like, what is it? Not Extra I don't get, hot? I'll get hot. I won't get mild. I'll wow. get hot. See how weird? I get mild even though I like spicy. Yeah, mild just isn't or enough medium. for me. I do a medium. I'm medium scared. or hot. My fear comes up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, my meal's going to be ruined. It depends though. If I'm going on a night out, I'd probably go mild. I don't want the belly plane up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. I think on that note. We'll wrap it up. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to share it, rate us, leave a review. And once again, thank you guys so much for all the love. We see it. We love you guys. And we're just so grateful and still in shock about all of this whole thing (laughs) that we're doing. (laughs) Um, As I said, yeah, I hope you guys feel inspired and took something from this week's um, Episode. episode. And we believe in you. Go chase down those dreams. Run towards the chaos. Fearlessly. Fearlessly, I was trying to be like ins- inspiring yeah. right now. You know what we're, you know what we're getting. Be fearless. At. Um, we'll see you guys next time. Love you. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.